0: And so when you texted me, I, I start laughing. Casey's like, what? I was like, Alex just texted me. He said, this show's terrifying. He goes, he's a. <laughs> a <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
1: <laughs> like 100%.
0: to the What's Our Verdict TV podcast where we fashion ourselves television judge and jury. Uh, My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-host, Mattson Heiner. Better red than dead. And Alec Burgess. Let's get it. Yeah, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, Go ahead and hit that like, follow, subscribe, bell notification button. Tell a friend about us. Tell everyone about us. Uh, We're excited. We're back live. We haven't been live in a little while. Um, I almost forgot my lines. I, yeah, there's too much pressure. I was like, wow, we're live again. I, it's, and I'm excited, not the least of which being the TV show we're covering, but I enjoy lives, I like these live deals. So, uh, good to be back. Um, but yeah, we're here to talk about season one, episode one of The Last of Us on HBO. Um, spoilers be coming so <laughs> mm. if you haven't watched it and you want to avoid spoilers and trust me you want to avoid spoilers if you're going to watch this show so um yeah now's the time to pause the podcast if you're listening after the fact if you're jumping in live and you want to avoid spoilers I did put a nice spoiler warning in the title so hopefully you don't jump in if you want to avoid it but um uh, before we get started just kind of as like a recap and I don't know I'm still thinking about how I'm going to do this gents because Tomorrow, starting tomorrow, I'm going to start playing the game. Uh, The original, they got the reboot, like remastered version for the PlayStation 5. I was going to do it on the PC, but the PC version doesn't come out till March. So I'm going to do it on the PlayStation 5. I have it. I got a way to run it right through here. So we'll be live on both YouTube and Facebook. I'll be going live. These guys can jump in. We'll watch me play and chat about it as we go. So I don't know if I'm if I'm. I mean, we could milk the content. I could just play all week and just because I could probably get through the game in less than a week if I really pushed it. The other piece about it, though, is we could just do I could do lives every Tuesday after this episode and play up until kind of the mirroring point in the game that we've gotten to in the show. Um, I haven't decided yet what I'm going to do. If you're listening, watching, let me know before tomorrow
1: <laughs> it is baffling that you can get through a video game in less than a week Dude, it takes I can like six to nine months well how many times have you play this game jay the first one
0: yeah wow uh this run through will be the first of the remastered because it just came out in december um but it will be probably i don't know a true number but if I at least six, probably this will be seven or eight speed run to go what through. We're going to see. Yeah. And if I do it all in a week, it'll be a speed run. Like if I we go. To play Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever it is, I'll, I'll be burning it and we'll just go. If I do, like I said, if we do it Tuesdays after the episodes come out and I go to the point that we get to in the episode, I don't know. It'll be a little slower.
2: All I know is I definitely want to be there for when the generator scene
1: happens yeah judging by Matson's face i do not want to be there when the
0: generator scene happens it's a little tense it's a little tense a little um, well here's the problem though is i've played it enough times i know where all of them are so i usually yeah. kill them before i turn the generator on for, for our first timers
2: <laughs> alec would definitely say it's very intense
0: yeah maybe i'll trigger maybe i'll do all the nice triggering shit for alec Since I know it's coming, but I'll make sure to trigger that shit. So, all right, well, there it is. So just knowing that you guys can join us, I'm happy to have you join in on the, come chat with us. Let us know what you think, uh, while I'm playing, it's a new adventure. We'll see how it goes. Uh, maybe more to come as time moves on. If it's successful and people like it, uh, let's talk about this TV show. Uh, I'm going to start this off and then I'm going to kick it to you guys, especially I'm excited to hear if you guys ever, either of you ever played the game. I know Alec, you've told me you've watched Oceana play parts of it, right? Yeah. I've only seen parts of this game play out.
2: Yeah. I played number one. Uh, I have not played number two. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. I got some, I've got some interesting thoughts I have around that too. So we'll, we'll get to at the end of the episode, but I will say that so far it's very true to the game. With the exception of the things that it shouldn't be true to the game on, so I'm very, I was impressed with how they did it, and I'll give an example. So, jumping right into the show, and it, we skip past. I want to go back and talk about the first 20 minutes of this show, um, but once we get to where we're in Boston and we get to the point where we're getting close to the end, and you walk into and we meet uh, Marlene, and they're getting ready. They talk to her, and they he they she hires joel and tess to take ellie from boston that scene in the game there's like this whole and even the part with robert like where they they go after this dude and they come in and in the show you just come into a hallway with a whole shit ton of dead bodies (laughs) right and they're giving rot there's talking shit on robert they see the batteries there in the game like you play through all of this like scene And you're the one that basically creates most of those dead bodies laying in the hallway. But it doesn't, I think this is one of the reasons that I like this show so far is they didn't show any of that. And most shows that are adapting video games, that's one of the first things they they do is they're like, we need all of the violence and the gunfights and the things that make video games fun, but get a little tedious in movies and TV shows and really take up time that's away from characters and storyline. So I really enjoyed that. That's, and they did it a couple times in this show where I'm like, Ooh, they took out all of the gameplay part, the stuff that makes sense for gameplay, but doesn't actually add any value to the show. So I thought that was really cool Um, the way that they did that. And it really gives me hope for how they're playing this show out, that it's not about the violence and the gunfights though, that I'm sure will be part of it. It's about these characters and the story, which is, to me, the best part of The Last of Us. Anyway, even the game. So, anyway, that was my first initial. That was probably the biggest thought I had. Was very interesting way to play, and and avoid a lot of the mistakes that video games at ad- a video game adaptations have made in the past. What do you guys think?
1: Let's get Alex' a perspective. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice anything about gameplay. What I took away from at least the beginning was I would not survive any kind of zombie outbreak. (laughs) As soon as uh, Joel's daughter or whatever, whoever she was, uh, Nikki, Nikki, Sarah, Sarah, see, great with names. Um, As soon as she stepped on the blood, Mm. um, I slip and fall and die right there. 110%. Grandma takes a chunk out of Alec. Grandma takes a chunk out of me and I am done. Yeah. Um. But from just a storytelling perspective, like I want episode two. Yeah. They did a phenomenal job telling the story, um, and wants me to come back for more. And if I didn't know this was based on a video game, I wouldn't know this was based on a video game. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, I think that's the highest compliment that you can give. Having played it, the the scene where Joel and uh, Tessin come out of the the door wall kind of thing. And then they see is, I forget is is their name Marlene? I want to say Marlene. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The leader of the fireflies there in Boston. I remember that scene playing it and it was a lot more tense and Mm firefighty and things like that. And, and as it was happening, I was like, we missed the whole gunfight that I know, like we should have seen. And I was like, you know, do I have a problem with that? No, because if we're going to show every little fight scene, then it's going to get redundant. It's going to take time. And then I'm going to question, my faith in what's going to happen moving forward. So like you were saying, JJ, I'm, we didn't see a lot of, like, I would have expected to see Joel already shoot and pistol whip and do all those things like you do in the game. Cause you mm-hmm. do a lot of that to the point we got up to, oh, yeah. but we wouldn't have got the character development of where we're at in the story for people like Alec that are just excited about the world building and what's coming next. And, and so I have to agree with you there that, I am excited about that. I know there's going to be some tense moments. I'm not worried about
0: it, um, but I think they, they I balanced am. it well. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think you'll see some of these gunfights. There's some things coming that you can't avoid the gunfights because sure. they're part of the story, right? Like yeah. I, they're, I'm looking forward and I promise I'm, I'm not going to do with this show what I've done with like other shows in the past so we've done lives. I'm going to avoid skipping past what we've seen in the episodes as much <laughs> as possible um, because I know majority what's coming very well. So I think there'll be some gunfights. That's the only thing I'll say, but I really do feel like they handled that really well in how they skipped that because the story is the important part. My one
2: question, that little the uh, TV show the bit that they had at the beginning was mm-hmm. that, in the video game? Because I don't remember it, but I really liked it.
0: Yeah, no, it's not. There's like... it, it was So it was really interesting because when it started that, I was like, oh, that's cool as hell where you have this like introduction of what because the one thing that you don't know based on the game is what the hell is this right you start yeah, to think I, they it's never really normal. explain it right not really there's like a blurb yeah. in the opening intro credit scene of the game where like there's some things mentioned where it's talking about a fungal and virus or things like but if you're not listening to that particular um section you wouldn't even know and most people aren't you're just like Cause you're so shocked by the intro of the game, which we'll talk about in a second that you're not paying attention to the opening credit scene for the most part. So I love that they, I was really shocked when they started. I'm like, this is new right out the gate, but I love the explanation of the fungus and the, you know, even mentions right out the gate in 1968, the Cordyceps virus, which is what this eventually is. Mm. Um, Charles, welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks for joining us. It is great to have the Ginge back. He let us know that, uh, his his uh, personal review on uh, Patreon, you can go check those out and make a request. He uh, he commented today that it was well worth – it was money well spent, as he said. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> that, that went live. His review went live this morning on uh, Patreon. So. Charles is a very, very happy man. But yeah, we yeah, yeah. we
2: digress. Um, yes. Jay, you wanted to talk about the, the intro.
0: Okay, so – I have to set the stage a little bit here. And I know this will probably be our longest-winded episode of this. But I, so the intro to this game and the intro to this show played out almost identically to how it did. So the show and the game. So you have Ellie comes home, or not Ellie, Sarah comes back, and she's, you know, has these banter moments with her dad. And some of it was directly, like the line where she's sitting on the couch with him talking about selling drugs. That's how she got the money. And like the whole the him make joking that the, the fix of the watch didn't work, that shit is directly from the video game line for line. The crazy part about this game, and and Matson, you can probably relate to this. When I start playing, that's the first thing you do is you go in this cut scene of seeing Sarah and Joel interacting. You have this gift, and then she goes, she falls asleep watching this movie on the couch. He carries her up to bed. Then the next thing you know, you're playing as Sarah. Waking up at two in the morning. All the lights are on. Joel's not there. And there's this you go into his room, the TV's playing and there's like these news people talking about a virus and there's a big explosion in the background. And then the neighbor piece is a little different instead of her going to the house and seeing um, you get introduced to this elderly woman and their family the neighbor just breaks through this bay window door in the house and Joel comes in and shoots. Yeah. Yeah. So Joel shoots him, And then, and then, uh, the brother show Tommy shows up, they run out. And then everything else is from until the the car crash is from Sarah's point of view, because you're playing as Sarah. So you're thinking, this is interesting. What the hell's happening right now? And then they get in the car crash and instead of a plane crashing, it's they get T-boned. They avoid it in this show, but in the game, they get T boned. It rolls the truck. And then you start playing as Joel and you're carrying Sarah through this city. And then it plays out exactly as it does in the show. And then by the end of this cutscene, you're like, what the hell? Like, it, because you watch her get shot in the same way, she dies. You're like, what did I just start playing? Like, <laughs> And you're 10 minutes into this game, 15 minutes into this game, your heart's broken. You're, I mean, it's just super emotional. And I was like, I'm sold. I will play the through the end of this game because the intro is so interesting. So I loved how true to the game, the intro, and then they made it better by actually tying you to this neighbor family and then being able to see the, the mushrooms or the cordyceps virus coming out of the old lady's mouth. Like that kind of stuff was – just epically perfect. That wasn't involved in the game. So, it, but the intro is one of the greatest intros to a video game. And now, in my opinion, to a TV show ever. What about you, Matt? What were your thoughts? The first time you played this game and you're get through that first 10, 15, 20 minutes of the game.
2: I was just jarring. Um, you felt like you were playing the end of a game, not the beginning of a game. I think is, is how I remember it. I mean, I, one of my favorite bosses, um, told me to play this game so i had some pretty high expectations and it definitely lived up to it and that's what i think i remember most from this video game and i have high hopes for this tv show is i mean so i think something one of the best video games and things naughty dogs ever produced.
0: agreed so there was another thing that happened in this episode that is different from the game that i loved and i think adds so much value to the game or to the show from a storytelling perspective and that's at the end of this episode so as you're, ta- as they're taking Ellie out and they're dodging and weaving the spotlights and the soldiers and, and shit like that, all that's pretty real. Like that's happening in the game. But then you get to the end and this soldier that we've seen Joel dealing with with smuggling and drugs and things like that for him, they have this run-in. In the game, you actually run into two different soldiers and, and it's, it plays out similarly, but there's not this unprotecting Ellie cut scene where he's having like this ptsd style flashback of sarah and goes into rage mode right and that is the things that this was the second part to me that really was like oh this show they're gonna kill it because that's not part of the game because it doesn't add value to a video game as much as it does a tv show now you're connected to joel in a way That there's no way to avoid and no matter how gruff and rough he is, as we continue on in the show, you know that he's got some sort of buy in with Ellie and then Ellie's face watching. I'm not going to go any further, but that little scene where she and there's definitely a, a, a juxtaposition between Ellie and Sarah and their reactions to Joel killing people. Right. Joel kills the old woman who's infected and trying to kill Sarah with a wrench. Nice callback to the game, by the way. You do that quite a bit in the game. Um, And then, and she is crying about it and is upset about it. Ellie watches this dude beat the living head, beat a guy to death and is unaffected other than what seemed to me like almost an affection to Joel growing because he protected her. He did what he had to do because she doesn't know the backstory, right? So I think that, And that will come to play with Ellie down the road, like the difference between her and Sarah. So I I thought that was so, I was so impacted by that additional scene in this show that I'm just looking forward to how they're going to tweak this storytelling to give you the buy-in even more to characters that I already adore and, and completely love. So that was one more big point that I, as we watched it, I was like, Oh my God, this is great.
2: Yeah, I just I don't have a I don't have as good of a member. There's certain parts of this game that I remember, but most of it's actually later on. Um, mm. So I'm trying to hold my tongue for things that <laughs> I know will come that I'm not trying to. I mean, I did say one of them earlier, but sure. I'm I'm just excited. I love the visuals as well. I uh, really felt what was shown was exactly what i remember in the video game and i think that's one of the coolest things probably for you jay as well as just seeing the video game come to life because the video game i mean the graphics then were they weren't bad i'm certain they're pretty cutting edge when they came out but i mean but you it was can't still beat-
0: a playstation 3 game
2: yeah like, for- yeah not, so. and you, you can't beat the real you can't beat real life um in the sense of just the colors the grime like the the city of boston what it looked like everything it, that's I think one of the cool things about these set designers is they don't have they have the imagination, but it's already made for them, basically. And it, it's just a, a matter of how much of it can they really bring to life. And I was really impressed uh, with the set.
0: Yeah. Alec, what did you think of the visuals? I know you're you're like me and 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 Matt said like the visuals are a big deal for you in shows and movies. What were your thoughts? It Besides being scared like, shitless. No. Well,
1: it looked like it was a believable dystopian. You know kind of future um i think that the details were what really impressed me uh versus in some kind of the apocalyptic apocalyptic worlds they skip over things Mm. uh here you know joel gets signed up to go back and work on sewer maintenance because that's a real thing that happens and you need to have it happen Uh, but a lot of world building will just skip over that because it's an added extra level that you have to go through um so that was really cool And then it was like learning about, I guess, how we got there, right? How this 20 years passed um, to where now there's Fedra, there's a rebellion and the fireflies and how these pieces are fitting together. Um, It all makes sense. And you can tell that there's the work built up to get to this point from the past 20 years. It's not just kind of, okay. what do we want 20 years more down the road? This is it. Boom, 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 boom. You can tell, you know, this rebellion that's going on doesn't have a clue really what they're doing um they're getting their shit kicked in all over the place but they're still there they're still kind of making ground um but i think my favorite line in the entire thing was i think it was marlene who said if you're if you are been fighting for 20 years you've got nothing to show for it like you're not rebellion um i was like oh man they just took a stab at star wars um (laughs) Hmm. so i really enjoyed the effort that was put into this whole world building and the visuals just add to it for me.
0: Yeah. I, uh, when it cuts to the 20 years later and you see Boston and it's like overgrown with grass and like all the buildings are starting to run down and look falling apart. Like I, I got like my heart leapt a little cause it's, I mean, it just looks directly out of the game and I've been looking so forward. And like you say, Matt, so much, Even the new games, and I'm looking forward to playing this remastered version of it on the PlayStation 5 because we both know, we all know the PlayStation 5's graphics compared to the original PlayStation 3. And when we played this, when I played this on PlayStation 3, I was like, holy shit, this looks great. Mm -hmm. I can't even imagine what it's going to look like in PlayStation 5 or three months later on my PC because I'll be playing it on my PC too because that's who I am. But the, and my love of these games. But so it's like... I, it, it's unreal to me to see, but I've been looking for. No matter how good game graphics are, like you say, Matt, and they don't compare to movie and television and the capabilities that they.
2: Well, you have. just take the like the the truck scene with Tommy and Sarah and Joel and in the cityscape, and you can't beat having real life. What looked like real life human beings running around and the us and them driving a truck that would be a cool behind the scenes uh mm-hmm. shot to see how they did it but it looked like it was real humans
0: yeah i would assume that a lot of it was practical as much as they can they probably threw that truck on one of those dragger rails and had people going at it so it was safe but yeah, it, it looked great. so
2: good and then the cgi plane explosion they did that really well like it all just really was seamless to me um, it felt very immersive yeah
0: absolutely loved it um I think one of the other things that... So, and you asked earlier about some Easter eggs. There weren't as many as I expected. Um, one of the big ones was the movie that, in the beginning, that Sarah picked to watch with Joel on his birthday. That's a direct reference to the video games. Like, they talk about those movies. Mm. And I don't even remember the name of it now off the top of my head. I should should have been more prepared with that. But they talk about that throughout the first and it even comes up in the second game. In the second game, they're they're on to, like whatever it was, four or five or whatever it is. So it was really cool that the other one that was a little more subtle is the t-shirt that Sarah was wearing that had the band on the front of it as she's walking through town to get the watch fixed on the back. They showed a quick cut of it on the back and there were very few dates. I was like, that's weird. Most of the time there's a ton of dates on those shirts when looking back on it, all of those dates and locations were the actual locations that they'll go to in throughout the game Mm. and probably the show so i was like oh that's cool and i won't give those away because they're pretty fun to learn about but that was one that was a big big one there um i think for me one of the things that felt easter egg ish was the fact that and, and i'm sure alec was frustrated when this happened when joel hits the old lady with the wrench he puts it down like why would you get rid of your weapon? It's because in the game, that happens. Like, So that's one of the crazy things about the game is you get these cool weapons, but it's not like most games where once you have it, you just pull that shit out and start beating people with it all the time. No, they break in the game or you only get a certain amount of uses. So you have to be very strategic with how you use your weapons. And you have to forage for all your materials and build and create your handheld weapons like that. So I think that was like one of those things where they're trying to give homage to the the source material of he just smacked her it gets one use and then you got to get rid of it so it was it that's it didn't make a lot of sense no it did
2: i <laughs> even knew i was like I, they must be throwing it to the video game because yeah the wrench is fine
0: <laughs> yeah that was because that was the case He's like, why'd you get rid of the wrench <laughs> <I was>
1: like <laughs> I was feeling why. that wrench would have been really handy when you're being chased by the crazy zombie like five <laughs> minutes
0: later. Yeah. And that trust a me, heavy duty game, wrench. when your wrench breaks or your, your baseball uh, bat breaks, you're <sighs> like, reverse. son of a bitch. Because <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a lifeline sometimes when you run out of ammo because everything's sparing in the game. It's not like you mm-hmm. have this surplus of crap. Like it's
2: that's one yeah. of the things I like that you, Alec you talked about detail. I loved when they were showing like the the town that they showed that little thing that said one round, one card for shoelace, two for a bootlace or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it just really put in perspective. And then I it got me thinking about man, these people's clothes like clothes become a commodity again because you're probably only wearing what you got. Maybe you got a coat and two other things, and it, it just all the surplus and things that we have, you you go to those times. And I thought they just, again, the world building and leaning into that did a really good job.
0: And that's an issue that I have a lot with these dystopian future movies and shows in general is that there's always one person or group of people that have accumulated all of the coolest shit. And it looks all shiny and pretty. Like they've got this palace that they've created. Bullshit. If people have stopped producing things on a a mass level and, and things like this, I don't care if you've collected all of it and you shine that shit every day, you're not going to have the coolest place like that. And so that was another thing that I noticed with not only the game but this TV show is like when you're, you go into that room with where Joel's sleeping and then Tess comes in and the kitchen looks run down and like hell and they're sleeping on cinder blocks, you know, a bed raised up on cinder blocks. To me, that's so realistic. So that attention to detail of what an actual, you know, apocalyptic world that is just trying to survive and doesn't care about like how pretty something is. It, you're just trying to live. I, I think that the, that type of detail to your guys's point is so cool and how they played that out is really interesting. So um, again, for the sake of not going too much, is there anything else that you guys had that you wanted to talk about that came up as you were watching the show points that you wanted to talk about or some things that stuck out?
2: Um, remind me the, when they were down in the sewer and they opened the room and Tess got scared and there was the, Mm. what's that? Because I know it was dead, but there's a certain, that's like a certain type of zombie in the game. And I'm it kind of looked like a clicker, but I'm not even sure if it was just a zombie over a zombie fight. It wasn't a clicker at some point, but I was a little confused there.
0: Yeah. So that's a great question. And, and this one was also, I forgot about that but that was also kind of an Easter egg type thing because in the first game, you see a lot of that shit. And what happens is the clickers it really what's it, There's a couple of comics and there's some background stories that if you read the, basically the background in the game. So they have like some articles that you can read that further your knowledge. Just, you don't have to, it, people either survive it and become a, their body survive and they become a clicker or the cordyceps virus eats its way through them and then attaches and and they don't actually survive. Their body doesn't become one of the clickers or, you know, mutate into a bloater or any of these other versions that you'll see later. The other callback to that is in the first game, there's less of it. In the second game, there's a ton of those that you walk through. And the first couple you walk in, you're like, Oh shit. And it happens in the first game. And I'm going to make sure that I know there's a, part that i'm thinking of that's going to make alec shit himself when we get there Mm -hmm. um that i'm going to make sure when i'm playing this he's on there to watch it but what happens is you walk into a room and you'll see that and because it's got all that shit that's off on the side and the body's like tangled up in it you don't think that it's you just think it's done for because you see all of this moving through the game Mm -hmm. and then all at once one of them breaks out of that shit in the wall and you pee yourself a little because you're not expecting it or you die because this is also a game that's not, you don't have 20 lives. Like this game, if you get caught by one of these, you're screwed. And so it's like, that was a moment. And she runs in and screams and I burst out laughing in case like, what's so funny. I'm like, I've done that in the game. I've been hurt. Mm. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. So that's that moment. Um, And that's why they did that. And I thought that, and they do it a ton Mm. in the second game, like, pee yourself level like I it there's a couple moments that i think of off the top of my head in the games that i'm like oh i oh, remember that and i get freaked out playing it even now like i'm looking at those with my weapon going are you one of those that's going to come after me <laughs> son of a bitch?" Mm. <laughs> so what about you alec anything else that
1: sticks out i don't think so i'm just super yeah. excited to see where it goes
0: uh, from here and if it continues to live up to jj standards oh I don't know that it can't, and I guess anything possible, but based off the first episode, I went in with some nerves, right? Because you're either going to kill it or it's just going to be whatever. And I think they killed it. And I, you know, one of the things that really got me was at the end is you're going out in that storm and the rainstorm and there's that lightning shot as they walk through and you see the old dilapidated buildings of Boston. And in my head, I know, I know what's coming and we're getting ready to walk into the first outside of the first 20 minutes of the game, probably the, the first really, really, really tense moments in the game. And so I'm like, I cannot wait for episode two um, and what it's going to bring. I can't wait for the rest of the show because I'm with I'm with Matt in the, the the preview, which is on the weeks to come. So it wasn't just episode two. It was what's coming way down the road. Um Yeah, very interested. Cannot wait. Uh, Also love the change they made with Tommy's character. Like, you don't talk about Tommy until way later in the game. So I love that they've incorporated him earlier on in the show where Joel's worried about him. Um, They give little hints to what might – that they're having – they've had a fallout. They don't talk too much about why. We'll get into that later in the show, I hope. But there's a – it's an interesting – little drop and a change into how and then an introduction with <laughs> her reading that book of music the billboards chart and figuring out the code like was really great and talking about Frank and and Bill um cannot wait for more so, of that storyline too
2: Jay I think that the last thing just your your initial perception of the the main casting of uh Joel and and
0: Ellie mm. um love it i, I was worried more So I enjoyed uh, I can't remember her last name, but the girl that plays Ellie was in Game of Thrones and was one of my favorite characters. One of the only saving graces of the entire first uh, or last couple of seasons was her every time she was on the screen. Bella Ramsey, that's her name. And then. And I was really worried about Joel, and I don't know why I can't think of that actor's name because Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pedro Pascal, and I love Pedro Pascal. Let me start off with that. I love him, but Joel's like it's my guy, dude. Like, and I was worried because he doesn't have Joel has a very distinct voice. He's got an accent, so I was really and those are petty things for me to talk about, but they're things that make Joel Joel to me, right? Those things, he didn't try. And what I appreciate is he just was him. He didn't try to, to sound like Joel. He, But he looks more like Joel than I thought he would. And so that was cool. Like, that feeling really good. I love the way he's playing the character. And Bella Ramsey kills it. I know a lot of people have been back and forth with her. Her little mannerisms, the jokes she makes, the, the cursing points like that she has, the pulling on the chain stuff, all of those little things to me, are very Ellie-like, and we get more of that early on than you do even in the game. But I, right now, so far, everybody that's in their characters, even Tess, really loving it. I thought it was great with Marlene because she's actually the voice actress that played Marlene in the game. She's the only carryover, and I thought it was a great choice because she played her really well. Um, So, so far, the casting, the acting, fantastic. We do have a great comment here from Gray for Resnick. I'm, I'm interested in how you feel about that. Grandma in the wheelchair twitching. <laughs> is that the moment? So Alec texted me while he was watching it. And I had a great moment. A couple, of, I had to tell you this, and then we'll wrap up. But I, he texts me, and he's like, this show is terrifying. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and I'm assuming it was somewhere around that moment. Because it was creepy when Sarah's standing there, like, looking at – the the books or the movies or whatever and the grandma starts doing this shit behind her I was like oh <laughs> this is weird and so when you texted me I I start laughing case like what? I was Alex like, oh, just texted me he said this show's terrifying he's he he's a pussy
1: <laughs> absolutely
0: <laughs> like one hundred percent I love it I love it another great comment from Gray here which is very true Pedro's physicality is so different from Game of Thrones it's amazing he's a badass I agree completely like. And I think that was my biggest fear is that I just wouldn't see anything Joelish out of Pedro Pascal, but he, he killed it, loved it. And then always <laughs> listen to the dog. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, no. They know, always. Um, yeah, so kind of as my funnel thoughts, look, I cannot be more happy with how we started. I cannot be more excited with where we're going. And I'm probably the most dangerous critic this show could have had. Because of my, I mean, I've got a bloody tattoo from these games. So it's, I love these games. So if they had done anything that didn't work for me, I would be the first to say
2: it. Do we know where this is going to end, Jay, for season
0: one? I mean, without saying where it's going to end, do we know though? Based on, so they haven't said, based on the previews and the shots that we've seen, it'll either go all the way through the first game or it'll stop just before the end of the first game. Mm, right. I, I, I can't guarantee which one is which, but we have shots from very late in the game, which... Are all these think. episodes going to be like 120? I would assume close, at least an hour. Like a sh- a short knows movie. something that we don't. Game one equals season one, so it sounds like they're playing out the whole game in season one which is hmm. interesting and exciting for me because there's a five-year jump between game one and game two with a yeah. lot of stuff that they could do in between for the show. So that really excites me. Um, I am excited if they go all the way to, it sounds like they're going to, if they go all the way to the end of, of game one, I'm very interested to see if there's characters from game two that they sneakily introduce that you won't know unless you've played game two. So very curious about that. Um, god guys i could talk about this all day long so and for the essence of time and it being a live show we're up to almost 40 minutes i will stop um and just say we're gonna be doing this live for the next 10 episodes so let's uh and
2: we're gonna be doing yeah. Jay, Just tell me again you're gonna be doing some live stream of playing
0: the game yeah so t- starting tomorrow uh which would be january 17th i'm thinking tomorrow for sure uh 6 p.m. Mountain Time, 8 p.m. Eastern. Fuck, fuck Central Time though. Next week I'll be filming from an. I'll be filming from Central Time, so I don't know if I can say that shit. But <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So I'll be playing the game. Like I said, I haven't decided how I'm going to do it. In fact, I'm going to throw this out to Gray since they're watching. Gray, how do you think I should do this? I'm playing live. My thought is I can either bust out all week long play a couple hours a night, get through the first game this week, film it all, do it live, have releases, whatever, on YouTube, Facebook, cool, cool. Second piece of that, though, is I could do episodically. So I play the game Tuesdays up until the point that the episode releases. As a viewer, listener, whether you're new to us, you've listened to us in the past, real quick, as we're wrapping up the episode, throw it in the comments. Um, And he gave us per PR releases. They said they're going to stay close to the source, which I, yeah, they should. Because the games, they're great, and the story's great. So with that, while we're waiting for Gray to respond, Alec, tell everybody where else they can find us if they're not watching us live. Happy to. Thank
1: you for tuning in to the first episode of The Last of Us. If episode one is a marker for how the rest of the season is going to go, JJ is going to need some new underpants. On a completely unrelated (laughs) note, if you are a listener who enjoys the content we put out and are interested in supporting the pod more directly, consider joining us on Patreon where you can gain access to some exclusive content that is not suitable for the greater public. (laughs) We are only accepting patrons currently who are at least close to the degenerate levels of JJ and myself. (laughs) Maxon is the goody two shoes uh, of the group for any new time listeners. Uh, Special thanks to our current patron, Enter Charles' new name here. You are a national treasure. You can find more What's Our Verdict wherever fine podcasts can be located and even a couple of shady ones. Those platforms being Stitcher, Ghana, Apple Podcasts, as well as YouTube, where you compare faces with the voices. intros. <laughs> <laughs> It's freeze. This has been another first class episode, <laughs> and I will turn the time back over to the Wazir of Wham, the Mauling Maranarch, JJ.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. You couldn't have planned that better if you tried, dude. That was awesome. Uh, and we have an answer from Gray. and I. So Gray says episodic, um, so that it'd be cool to watch playthrough based on each episode. I was leaning towards that myself just because I think that'd be cool. My only trepidation with that is always, I don't know how well I'm going to be able to stop. So I may have to like have a save point and then I can play after I sign off. Cause I, I have such a hard time stop playing this game. So um, I'll do that. The only thing I'm going to ask is at the very least, one of you two commits to be on there with me while I'm playing. Even if you have to interchange, I don't care. That's fine. But on Tuesdays, one of you be on there and then, Hopefully, Gray will join us while we're playing. Join me while I'm playing. Give some cool comments. We'll, we'll be doing it through this platform. So on YouTube and Facebook, you'll be able to watch live. Yeah, I'm going to be there for sure.
2: We're just going to have to help you practice your edging techniques, JJ. Oof. I don't know.
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> I love that, Gray. <laughs> and the timing of that comment was perfect, too. Self-control. Listen to the dog. <laughs> I like Gray. Oh, it's good shit. It's good shit. Uh, yeah so episodically I'll be playing alongside of the season uh, man I don't know how I'm going to stop playing this game it's rough I'm looking forward to it this is going to be great uh, so with that great thanks for tuning in those of you that are listening after the fact uh, thank you as well for listening Charles as always thanks for joining us um, yeah with that as always we appreciate you tuning in we'll catch you on the next one bye hasta la vista baby Cinemagic out